Today's staff meeting is brought to you by Williams Headwear. Are you starting a business and wanting to see your brand on hats and apparel? If so, check out Williams Headwear on Instagram and Facebook. They specialize in embroidery and heat press on just about anything. Contact them today and mention Books to Bills podcast for a special discount. What's up, y'all? It's Books to Bills Podcast, a podcast for young professionals. My name is Erica, and I'm hailing from Atlanta, Georgia. Do you, I mean, like, is this Atlanta causing you to sing in the opening? I, I just want to know. I'm what just, got you so happy? I'm chilling. Okay. I'm chilling. Okay, chilling. I, I'm trying to find some, I'm tired. I had a long-ass day. And is I'm it a, the mimosa in your hand that got you? I was about you, to uh, say, I seen you grab something. What's that? What's that there? Uh, right. It's actually I'm going to be discussed later on the podcast, but this week's podcast comes to you from Cherry Lime Mimosas, a drink. Okay, then. Anyway. A drink for the young professional. Anyway, <laughs> we go going on with the introductions because that's how we is. But um, I'm Shaq, everybody's favorite staff member, hailing from Augusta, Georgia. I'm so jealous. Right down the road from my friends, should I add. I'm so jealous that y'all are close now. Uh, Anyway, this is Jasmine. Hailing from old Tyler, Texas. (laughs) But I'm glad to be home. Let me say, Erica been in Atlanta for a week and a half, and I'd have already been to her house two times. Don't, Shay. We already have a third outing planned. Forget all of y'all. Now, how you going to be mad at us? That's fine. I mean, y'all was the one posting on uh, the Books to Bills um, IG not too long ago, parlaying in Deep Ellum. <laughs> I'm mad you knew exactly where to. It wasn't like in Dallas. Parlaying in Deep Ellum. In Deep Ellum. What did That's y'all fine. do for the fourth? What did y'all do for the fourth? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting on Shaq to talk, but I'll go. So, um, <laughs> this past weekend, I went to Vegas, took my dad to Vegas, and uh, did you gamble? No, I, you know I'm from Shreveport and do not gamble. Mm. I go eat mm, a okay. I eat a mean buffet though. Mm. I will say, I like to gamble too, but the few times, well, I've been to Vegas twice, and the couple times that I've been to Vegas, I didn't do much gambling either. I just felt like it was so much other stuff to do, and I didn't want to be way out that far and been and lost all my money, you know? Yeah. No, it's a That's lot to do. Real. And the slot machines are everywhere. We went to dinner at the Stratosphere, the little, like, um, Erica, like our reunion tower. Mm-hmm. And it was nice, but I mean, you walk anywhere you go, it's a slot machine. They be in the bathrooms? Man, probably so. But we had a good time out there. And then we drove to Phoenix to see my siblings and spend time with them. It was good. How many brothers and sisters you got? I have an older brother and an older sister. I'm the baby. Okay, they both in Phoenix? They both in Phoenix. Oh, I heard that. I don't that. think I realized that. We had a good time. I'll be posting some pictures because it's rare they were all in the same place at the same time. That's just so beautiful. Yeah. You look cute, though. Well, she always looked cute. 
Shaq, what did you do for the 4th of July? I actually went to Erica's house. So, oh. and I want to talk about something. Dang. <laughs> no, no, I felt that goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, and here I was worried about Erica. Like she out there alone. What's she going to do with uh, on the 4th? Maybe I need to check on her. And you did it. Right. Somebody worried we about me. From you. you weren't worried about me. I was worried Notice about you. It just heard. had slipped my mind. Then you weren't worried enough. Whatever. You was parlaying. Probably having one of them cocktails of the week. And if I was? Daiquiri's of the day, if you will. But, so, we, I went to Erica's house. Brandon is a guy who went to grad school with us who lives an hour east of me. He traveled to my house, and then we traveled to Erica's house. And we just enjoyed the day. We were only supposed to stay a night, but, of course, we stayed a little longer. And then um, I had to get up early the next morning and drive because I had to be at work at 8 the next morning. Of course, I didn't make it on time, but, I mean, I made it. Yes, we had a great time. I don't think I had a good time playing games like that in a very long time. So, shout out to one of my new co-workers and his roommate for being exceptional host. And I found me a skating partner, y'all. Shout out to Ish. Hopefully we can get them listening to this. When you say games, you mean like board games? Card games? So we played this game called Social Sabotage. I don't know if y'all have ever played it, but it is extremely fun. But um, it requires you to like text people in your phone that maybe start with a particular letter or text the last person that the last guy in your thread or post something on Facebook to a person or post something on your timeline, send a Snapchat. And so yesterday I had to post a picture on somebody else's timeline with a picture of me and Shaq saying that he was my boyfriend. And some of our friends saw it and it was hilarious. <laughs> Give an example of something you had to do, Shaquille. Um, okay, so I had to text um so I will say this. So you go a lot of rounds and I was keeping all of my cards and I was going to take a picture of them, you know, and send to all my friends and let them know that that's the game I had been playing. Well, of course I have petty friends. So something that I had to do was uh, send a message to the last person on Facebook, like the last person that I had messaged on Facebook. And I had to send them like a a picture showing 75% skin. So I did that or whatever. Well, I happened, that happened to be one of my best friends, Tim, well, I sent Tim the message of all the cards that I had to send, and it, one of the cards said, um, send a message to someone that you really miss. Well, I didn't choose Tim for that one. And so <laughs> after the end of the game, I went back and I was like, oh, yeah, I um, you were the last person on Facebook that I had talked to, so I had to send you this. But I was like, he going to dislike the message. And I'm like, what, ha- what happened, brother? What's up? And he was like, I thought I could have at least been the person that you missed the most. And so I'm like, goodness gracious. Dang. But what he don't understand is you have no, he has no clue what you have to even tell that person. You feel right. like it don't matter. So, it was fun, but. Jasmine, do you remember that, um, the person, um, her name was Rachel Hugglebook. We met her when we were out, um. Rachel who? Hugglebook. And, um, we met her out in Oakland. So we went to high school together and she was with her girlfriend. Yeah. So I had to text the first person in my in my contacts that started with the R and it happened to be her and I had to send her a drunk text message and like they already pre-planned what it says and it looks like it's somebody drunk and I was like I'm gonna regret this tomorrow but I've always loved your toes. Oh Lord! (laughs) She responded back and she was like explain and so then a couple hours later I was like girl I was playing this game 
So yeah, we because you can't explain during the game. Yeah, you can't tell you can't anybody. Respond. You can't forewarn anybody that you're playing it. And I can imagine if we had a kept. I mean, do you want to tell wow. a story about our friend who got her, who professed her love and shot her shot? <gasps> did it? Yeah, did we, it work we out? Encouraged, yes. It worked out, baby. Yes. What? She said she had to send this guy like um seeing her last crush or last something something about how I've always loved you. Guy. Yeah, about how she um always loved him or, or something, and he responded back was like, "Oh, I I liked you too." Blah 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 blah, and hey. it was like, "Wow, there we go." Yeah. So it was fun. So we had a nice little time, took some adventures around the city, and just really vibed out. But I got a complaint. And Erica don't know this, and I'm going to see it right now. Can I, Jasmine? Go ahead, friend. I'm going to do it anyway. Well, Erica, friends, they, oh, we had a great time, but they're a little bougie. Let me tell you how we was a little hungry, right? <laughs> and so we go to order us. They was like, somebody said, oh, I want pizza. And so everybody was like, oh, yeah, pizza good. So, you know, we just kind of kicking it. Young folk, you know, just having a good time. Everybody like, okay, where are we going to order this pizza from? And somebody was like, oh, um, I like Pizza Hut and I like Domino's. And then the, the two friends, the new people that we didn't know, like Erica's coworker and the roommate was like, oh, we don't eat that. Like we, we eat so-and-so, so-and-so. So they settled for mellow mushroom pizza. Ooh. Mind you, mind you. The large at Mellow Mushroom cost us $27. We could have had three pieces from uh, Pizza Hut. They too bougie to eat the little, the, the regular man pizza? Yes, they <laughs> don't even no. eat common folk pizza. Mellow Mushroom do Lord, not have good pizza though. Like, I cannot deny. I don't even know why he tripping. The pizza was delicious. Yeah, but hell, I could have had me more than one slice. Yeah, well, didn't nobody speak up when they asked us one pizza enough? You should have moderated your friends. friends. They was your, yeah, they was your guess. You should have been like, well, let's meet in the middle. And, you well, know. Well, no, the sacrifice was, the sacrifice, well, only two people suggested a place. So, Checking it was like, else. well, actually, we started off, we started off, yes, but we started off, well, what kind of pizza do you want? And so. The Everybody pizza, agreed on meat lovers. Yeah, but it, the, the, the. The debate, or it wasn't really a debate, so for lack of a better word, came about whether or not to get stuff first or not. And uh, Warren, he didn't like Pizza Hut. I like Pizza Hut. I, I, I wasn't tripping, but Mellow Mushroom was closer. I didn't know how much pizza cost. We had already ordered it by then. And in the grand scheme of things, it cost us $5. You know, it would have been nice to have a few more slices, but I was full. So, what you going to talk about that Alabaster Box uh, restaurant? Now, that restaurant was expensive. It's a place in Atlanta called the Landmark Diner. It looked like some straight out of what's love got to do with it. And I'm trying to figure out what them prices have to do with the uh, food. Well, it wasn't good? Because... Yeah, it was all right food, but it was just hell. It was expensive. The $20 and $30 for a diner food. Like, I was like, oh, wow. But, but I feel like if I'd have had an extra slice of pizza, I wouldn't even want it to go to the diner. Oh, That's what God. I was getting at. Oh, my God. Well... But overall, time. we had a great time, and so I would I would <laughs> go back, back and socialize with that crew again. I digress. Yes. Well, I'm glad everybody had a good uh, cookout day because I I have to say that I really enjoyed myself. Well, it's time for the petty question, which I almost forgot again, and I know y'all waiting for a petty question. It's one of my favorite things, and this week's petty announcer is none other than Jasmine. You were not enthusiastic with that. 
What a pep in your step, girl. Right. Why we couldn't get you singing it like you were singing the opening? You know, you really can't please, folks. Like, you, would man, you like I to had try been singing again? everything. Erica, why are you singing on the podcast? You've been singing would, since Would you beginning. like to I mean, hit the I, reset button and try variety. again? No, I think you can sing the petty question if that's what you want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right. Yeah. Well, this week's petty question is, let me let me paint the scene for y'all. So you walk in to a job interview. The job interview is going great. You guys are laughing, talking, feeling very casual. And then all of a sudden, the interviewer says, so I checked out your social media. And mm. I see that you're in a relationship, in a long-distance relationship. Mm. Do you, pl- how, let me see. How long have y'all been together? Do you plan on moving to your partner? Or is or is your partner coming here? If you get this position, how long would you stay here? She asked all those questions. So here are the responses. A, you respectfully decline to answer any of the questions. B, say that your partner is looking to relocate to you and you are very interested in the position. C, report the interviewer to HR. <laughs> you got loud. Or D, other. <laughs> oh, can I go first? Go ahead, friend. I would, I would do a combination. I would. Well, let me let me scale back. So it will honestly depend on how bad I want the job, which may one may call me a sellout. For the, well, no, I think that I would definitely be thinking to report to HR. But in the moment, I would have responded with, um, you know, you ask me, you see my partner's long distance away. I'm very interested in this job and just know I'm willing to, you know, make sacrifices or everything that I need to do this job effectively is here with me. You know, something like that, because I do think that is an inappropriate question to ask. And that's the, and it's like, I don't think it was wrong for them to see it because it's social media is free game, but you ain't got to talk about it if you're not gonna hire me or consider me for that reason like at least keep your slate clean but i think i would have responded like that to let them know like i'm interested and that don't really matter for what's going on right now and two i'm gonna report you to hr because you shouldn't even be asking me nothing like this mm-hmm. what about you I, you know good oh. and well if it had been a pregnant mom or something oh i'm uh, we see that you're pregnant are you gonna be having that baby soon wouldn't nobody go for no mess like that no it's all kind of discrimination what you say, Shaq? What say you? Well, I would do a combination also. But I'm going to say, oh, my partner's actually looking to uh, move here. I'm just going to go by with the assumption that I really want the job. Because if I don't really want the job, I'm not just going to be interviewing. But if we in an interview, I'm be like, oh, yeah, my partner's actually looking to relocate. Knowing me, I'd be like, oh, you know, they actually will be here, you know, in a couple weeks. We're going to be in this area, you know, long term. Just lying. And no, as soon as I hit that dough. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, as soon as I hit the door out of the interview, I will be on the phone with HR. And then right after I got off the phone, well, actually, I don't know. Maybe I will call my attorney or either HR. A combination, I don't know who I'll call first. More than likely my attorney. But yeah, we finna, we finna litigate. We finna get some litigation going on here. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> because that's that's just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. What about what you, you gonna do? I think I would be like Shaq. 
I wouldn't go as far as being like, oh, yeah, you know, they'll be here next week. I wouldn't say all of that. But I would say probably like, oh, yeah, you know, they're applying and looking for things here in the area. But I'm I'm reporting that to HR like that's inappropriate. Yes, my you know, it's public information. Right. Social media. If I make it public, that's fine. But to bring that up in the interview, I know here in Texas, you can't even ask about marital status in an interview. Hmm. If if the person that's being interviewed offers that up, then you can kind of dig in deeper, but you cannot ask those type of questions. So it's like a taboo. You know, if you can't say the words that are on the card, but as soon as somebody say one of them words, it's free game. It's free game. This was a but real, you know, as somebody life. once told me, HR's job is to protect the company and, you know, you you need to look out for you. So I'm just going to go back and clarify my statement. I'm calling my attorney. I'm, I'm going to wait about two or three days and whatever. I'm going to let my attorney call HR, you know? Yeah. I don't think that's inappropriate at all. And it's, un- it's unfortunate that people have to go through that to get a job like clearly you were interested in me way before you knew i had a long distance partner so why are you allowing that to influence how you feel about me now because you wouldn't have wasted your time your money your energy or whatever other resources to get me here today if any of that would have legitimately mattered so don't make it matter now right and i think you'd be surprised like i almost wonder did it even honestly matter like what if that person was their top candidate anyway and they had our, they were just going through the motion and we're gonna hire and we're gonna hire the person. It's like then why are you even why are you why are you making this convoluted? So bad, bad HR. Agreed. Well, thank you for that petty question on today. That was a serious petty question right there. It was. And I whenever we find out if the person got the job or not, I'll let y'all know. Okay. Well, thank you, Jasmine, once again. Last week on last... Well, shoot, y'all. It wasn't last week. I don't really remember when it was. Um, That's what I was going to say. We've been on here talking, and we ain't even told the folks why we ain't been talking to them in over a month. We had well, a whole we, bunch we gonna of changes. Yeah, so we'll talk about it now. So um, we haven't talked to y'all in a in a little while. Is that, Has it been a month? Just about. Okay, so probably about three. It's probably going on a month, probably in a three-week range. So, um... As I alluded to before, I was job searching and I did land an amazing job in Atlanta, Georgia. And so I moved to Georgia tomorrow, we'll make two weeks ago. So that definitely contributed to some change a lot. But we um we trying to make it work. We're trying to adjust to the new the new time changes. Y'all wanna add anything? Well, I know for me, I've been- um this last week, I was in San Marcos and Austin for conferences, and so it just got really busy. Combination of things. Yeah. Okay, I hope everybody was able to get caught up in the um, in the week that we weren't able to post. Hopefully, they were able to get caught up. Some folks had already told me they were a little bit behind on episodes and staff meetings, so hopefully, they were able to catch up and get back. Um, you know, up to speed so they can actively engage with us on social media. Everybody ain't like my uh, my friend Lauren. Lauren is going to watch the episode and going to tell me about it every time. She faithful. Matter of fact, Lauren I got one of her quotes from Twitter. You talking about a different Lauren? No. Oh. Lauren Taylor. Uh, 
Shout out to Lolo. And, oh, and on... she she go by at Golden Resilience on um on Twitter. And last episode she said when Perfect Patty said Ambulance, oh, I died. Stop. With the <laughs> <of Lolo>. B. <laughs> Come on, Perfect Patty. Did Yet she... again, Perfect uh-uh, Patty. She gave the phonetics up. of it. I'm so mad at her. Yes, she said a m dot b o o dot l a n c e ambulance. Whatever, I'm dead. Which is very accurate as to how you said it. So I'm dead. Well, thank y'all for being patient with us, and we gonna we gonna get on we gonna get back on track. On last week's episode, we were talking about color switch at work and with family, and we had a, a few comments. Shaq, you want to share? Yeah, so um, at skinny underscore Q, he said that code switching is an essential survival technique in the black community. And I agree with him. He actually said this on Twitter. Um, and so y'all can tweet at us too, at, at Books to Bills. He said it there and I was like, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I mean, I think we kind of talked about it then, but specifically being black and just, you know, you always got the weight of you and others on your shoulders. So I, I agree with him. It shouldn't be, but it is essential in, in today's times. I feel like we always have to make a decision between, which is so sad, but like being our true selves and dealing with the consequences or being in a tight situation and being quote unquote fake so we can hopefully end up on top and and whatever that means. Like, and it's unfortunate, like we have to battle with whether or not we're going to be true or fake all the time. I agree. That's just too stressful. What else she got for you? That was the only uh, thing that I saw on that. Well, that's also the episode when Lauren was telling us about uh, Perfect Patty Ambulance. But um, I will say, I was saying that during the break, I hope people were able to catch up. So one of our friends, Sakia, at SAC underscore Pase, she has been catching up over the break. And she said that I'm behind. But to respond to Shaq Lowe's question in episode five, my family always calls me college girl and assume I know everything or that think I know everything. Like, my degree is in higher ed. Why do they think I can help with computer software? (laughs) And I'm like, yes, even though my first degree is in computer science. And so that just, just goes over the roof. People call me asking me to troubleshoot stuff. I'm like, I don't know what your computer look like. Right. Hell, I barely can run my own computer. I don't do that no more. He being modest, though, y'all. I don't know if he can work for Geek Squad, but he can tell you how to get to Microsoft Word. I like something. Well, alrighty. Well, today's show is a little fun one. I'm calling it As Seen on TV. We're going to go through a few scenarios that um I've watched on some of my fav- favorite shows in the last... um you know, 30 days since we've been on sabbatical. Um, and I just want to get y'all's thoughts on these. You know, I didn't, to let the other list, let our colleagues know. Um, the co-hosts do not know what I'm about to ask them. And so it's going to be very fresh. So hopefully we get some pretty genuine answers today on As Seen on TV. I'm going to make sure to be just as difficult with y'all as y'all are when I be asking my random questions. Okay. Are you done? Or are you finished? Right. And finish. Here we go. So far, first scenario. 
you um have an old friend and y'all used to like each other and if it's a little bit long but all of the context um means something you and a friend have been knowing each other for a long time and y'all had you know a semi-romantic relationship um some years go by and that friend pops up again and y'all are hitting it off um nothing super romantic is happening but just like that tension is happening y'all are flirting and over the course of some weeks you're thinking about actually like opening up to that person to your friend and being like hey i really like you i think we should pursue pursue what we didn't back in the day well then after that um you're at dinner and to your surprise your friend's spouse or soon-to-be spouse shows up and so, of course, you're surprised because you didn't know that they were married and that hadn't come up in conversation. And keep in mind, you were getting ready to profess your love. So now you salty for the next couple of weeks because you're like, what the heck is going on? Well, your friend invites you to their engagement party and you go and they're playing a game. I know y'all see it sometimes at uh, wedding uh, at engagement parties where um, the, the two sp- uh the, the couple are supposed to be saying things about the other person that only they would know, like what's your favorite food, what's your favorite color, all that kind of thing. Well, you are getting all the answers right about your friend because y'all have had a really deep, you know, relationship and it's causing some tension in the room because everybody like, who is this person and why is the soon-to-be spouse not picking up on some of these questions? Well, you end up having to leave the party to go to the restroom or something like that and your friend comes to find you because you've been gone for a little bit long, sexual tension rises, and y'all have sex. And so, you know, afterwards, y'all part ways, and in a few days, you get a text message from your friend that says, we need to talk. To your surprise, it's not your friend, it's their spouse. So fast forward the next day, this is where the meat is, or this is where the question comes in. The, um, your friend's spouse says, you know, I recognize there's some unresolved romantic issues or business between you and your friend. And I am going to give you 30 days to either determine if you would like to marry me or end our relationship and pursue a relationship with your friend. So my question to you is. Well, two, would you take up your friend on this 30-day offer? And if so, what would you do in these 30 days? This 30-day exploration period. Well, it took 30 days to tell the story, might I add. I already told you it took 30 days, so I don't need it. My God. So, just to clarify, you said it was actually the spouse that was texting you and, and you thought it was the person? Yeah, they t- they texted the spouse, the soon-to-be spouse. So the like, spouse is impersonating. No, they weren't impersonating. It, they just took their phone. Cause they, didn't have, they didn't have a number. They're just like, hey, we need to talk. And it was, they were honest. They was like, it's so-and-so's fiance. We need to talk. I don't think so wait, real quick. Is, is the spouse imply you married? I thought spouse was just boyfriend sorry, and girlfriend. Soon, I said soon-to-be spouse. Fiance, soon-to-be spouse, same thing. Yeah, so does that does the word spouse imply marriage? Yes. Oh, see, I always thought that a spouse was just anybody you was talking to. 
tells you what I know. But anyway, to, to answer your question, um, you, I, this just too, this too messed up for me. I mean, either you, I, I really don't got a real, a real answer. I, I really don't, but what I'm going to just say 30 days. That's what I'm going to say. I'm, just for the sake of this, I'm going to say take them 30 days and do what you do. And what you doing? Wait, don't you got 30 days to make a decision? You got 30 days to spend with that person free of their spouse. But yeah, well, more so, that person has 30 days to spend, spend with you free of their Beyonce. Soon to be spouse Beyonce. Yeah, we're going to mess around and, and, and get all of our unfinished business taken care of. Then at the end of them 30 days, the what you call it, that marriage definitely ain't finna happen. <laughs> you know for a fact. Because I'm going to pull all the tricks out the book to make sure that we stay together. Well, the other piece that is also important to know is that that soon-to-be spouse is also going through a 30-day exploration period. So, I want to know, did they agree on this? Yes. So I'm asking you. So it don't really matter if they agreed. I'm asking if you were that friend that, you know. If I was that friend. And and their fiance said, you can have 30 days with my man or my woman. It's going to be the best 30 days of their life. We're going to date. We're going to spend quality time. Quality time. We're going to do whatever we need to do in those 30 days. And then I feel like they would make the decision to stay. Like, if there's any doubt in your head where you would even take those 30 days, come on now. Y'all need to be married. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're not finna try to get married to nobody then talk about, oh, let's take 30 days to hoe around and do whatever the hell we want to do and put the marriage to the side. 30 days gonna turn into 30 years that you ain't with that person. That's why I asked if the person agreed to it. Like, I don't, nah, that's too much. Cause sound like, sound like if there's mutual agreeance, if that's the right word, they um, might as well just break up or decide to be in an open marriage. That's a good point. Hell, that's what it is, an open engagement. Mm-hmm. I guess if you're not married, you don't want to know what show it came from. Huh? What show? Um, do y'all watch In Contempt on BET? I ain't even got cable. Me either. Oh, well. Makes it all the more interesting. Well, In Contempt is a show um, about this lawyer. It's actually really good. So if you like get somebody log in and can watch it, it's actually really good. One of their best productions to me. But yeah, she, you know, her... She, actually, no, the part that I left out, because it wasn't relevant, the, the main character, the guy is her old law professor and so he he's married and his his uh fiance was just like i can tell y'all got some other stuff going on i'm gonna give you 30 days to figure it out and she was like make no mistake i got 30 days too and they agreed i was like who does that like i'm not saying it's right or wrong i just would never suspect that somebody would be like okay i see you and you're really good your best friend you know, y'all clearly have had some romantic times. I'm going to give you a little time to work that out. Like, a part of me is like, is that mature? And the other part of me is like, are you just writing the end of your marriage? Okay, hold on. Because when you just said it then, you said it in a very mature tone. Like, okay, you know, you guys figure it out. 
But a minute ago, you was like, oh, but best believe I got 30 days too. Like, I just said that again. No, I'm just saying, like, you said it. That tone gave me like a, like a, ooh, like a. If you're going to fuck up, I'm going to fuck up yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Not like, oh, <laughs> yeah. not, you know, handle it and discover, do whatever you need to do and then come back to me. Like, it was like, nah. Well, that's what she did. That's what she did. She, like, they walked out. They began ready to walk out. And she made it very clear. You had your 30 days and I got mine. And I don't think, for the sake of the show, I don't think she was insinuating, like, just because you, but for the very fact that you accepted this 30 days, best believe it's going to be an eternity. I think she was serious. Like, go have your 30 days with her and tell me what happens. And if, you know, you don't want to be married to me, that's perfectly fine. And y'all want to go off and run off and do what y'all want to do. There you go. You got a 30-day head start. I don't know if I could do that. I feel like if if I'm engaged with somebody and they have sex with somebody else, I'm di- I don't know if I would just move to completely call off the the engagement. Well, the engagement definitely be halted, but I, I'm not. I don't know that I would give permission, if you will, for somebody to have thirty days and then have an option. I feel like we need to be spending thirty days together. That's a good point. That's me though. Okay. Y'all ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. What you got? What you got? Alrighty. As seen on TV. Another relationship one. So, friend, this actually still may work for your um your tidbits <clears throat> on your segment. So, you and your significant other, not somebody you're married to, just y'all are in a serious, committed relationship. Um, y'all are doing good. And then, uh, over time, some differences between the way that you all think and work, um, begin to surface. And for your significant other, it's not something that they're willing to work through anymore. So y'all, over time, begin to detach. Well, later on, y'all are talking, and I mean later on, like, after things have cooled down and y'all able to have you know, a civilized or cordial conversation about you all's relationship, you find out that during that time, your significant other was like being um, not necessarily physically consoled, but emotionally consoled and leaning on somebody else for emotional support. And they t- give you all these details about this person and in your head and maybe even verbally, you express like, that sounds like something really good for you. Like, you know, you express needing X, Y, and Z and it sounds like that person is giving this to you you're actually happy for them. You know, you're a little hurt, but nevertheless, you're happy for them. But then you later on find out it's a family member. Uh, what? You later find out it's a family member. Wow. Hmm. Was, that the, was that the rest of that? Yeah, so I guess my question is like, now what? Do your... Do your do your feelings change? Like, you know, initially your sentiments were like, you know, it sounds like that person's giving you what you need emotionally, something that I wasn't able or willing to give you. But then you find out it's your sister or your brother or your uncle or your granny or your your niece. It's going to be a bunch of slow singing and flower bringing. <laughs> Even if you know that that's just a much better fit for them, you just like, nah. You should have never found out it was a good damn fit. Oh, okay. 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 Okay
No, somebody got to die. Somebody had to go. Jasmine? I think I would initially be really upset, but then at the end of the day, they gonna be with who they wanna be with. So, I mean, I would just have to get over it. I wouldn't like it, but I'm gonna have to get over it. And then it's a family member, like, I'm gonna see you at reunions and stuff. I'm gonna see you at family functions mm-hmm. at the cookout. Like, nah. Uh, yeah, yes. that's messed up, but I guess you can't help it. What show was this from? No, I... <laughs> this another BET classic. No. <laughs> it's not a BET classic. That will remain a secret. What? Until a little bit later. It's all a part of the game. You, we got one more and then we find out, right? One more what? Question. No, she said it was only two. Oh, uh, well then tell yeah, me. I, I haven't. I, I haven't. I ain't telling you. I have a thirsty you you're prepared. Hey, tell me what you need. Hey, hey, tell me it ain't good enough for you, babe. <laughs> tell me. Tell me. <laughs> Y'all, I miss y'all so much. I really miss you, Jasmine. Jasmine when, when are you are coming, you coming to, to Georgia? Georgia? <laughs> Do y'all want a third scenario, or y'all good? Can y'all I ask my question that? that I asked you, friend, when we was in the uh, car on the way back from that you or moving you to Atlanta? What you say? Sure. So my it was a question. So on the way back. Well, when I helped her move to Atlanta, I, we were shit. We had twelve hours to talk about anything. Fourteen. And so one of my one of my fourteen one of my <laughs> questions that I asked Erica was, I said, "How does a person let themselves fall in love with the married person?" And so we'll use us in the in this staff meeting for an example. Say that me and you are married, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. How does Erica? let herself fall in love with me. Like, obviously I'm cheating on you with Erica, but how does Erica let herself fall deeply in love with me? Because you know that'd be happening. You know what? I read something on Huffington Post and it said that most infidelities happen with a co-worker. Interesting. I guess because you do spend a lot of time with them. Yeah. That's somewhere else you spend most of your time, but how does how do you allow yourself to fall in love with a married man or a married person? Yeah, because it's like you knew that they were cheating on their significant other. And so one of two things, like you knew that you didn't have a future here. Or if y'all did have a future, they're always going to be cheating or they're going to be like they've cheated before. So what makes you think they're not going to cheat on you? I mean, the person is still a person. So you fall in love, whatever attributes you are attracted to. I mean... You say, how do you let yourself fall in love with a married person? Well, how you let yourself fall in love with a fool? You just do it. It just happens. Well, you don't be knowing that fools going to be fools. Man, though. come on now. Some people know what they get into. And they be like, oh, I thought he would be different. Or I, I thought this. That mean the sex good. <laughs> Shut up, Shaq. <laughs> I'm just being honest. If you falling in love with somebody that's a fool, the sex is foolish. The sex is foolish. Well. 
Yeah, I forgot everything that I said specifically on the question. And I mean, we talked about it for a while. I feel like we talked about this one. Well, hour. I had to spend 30 hours, 30 other hours, and we was only in there at 14, explaining to Erica what I was meaning. Friend, don't act like I'm just stupid and couldn't comprehend what you were saying. It's a lot of other things. Nah, I ain't said all that. All right, then stop insinuating. I think, Jasmine, I think that's a really good point, though. Like, you can fall in love with anybody. Like, um, and their current status, if you will, don't matter. But I think something that Shaq and I were disagreeing on or, I don't know, um, is that I say that not necessarily definitely or that this is the only reason, but I think that cheating... I would think that cheating will be resulting in something lacking in the relationship that is supposed to be primary, that is supposed to be it. Like, whether they say it or not, whether you say it or not, I feel like I would think that that is at least some piece. It might not be the whole reason why somebody decides to, but I would feel like they feel, even if it's a lie, that they're lacking something or that whatever person they go get whatever from had it and the person that they're married to or dating didn't. I've had it explained to me as like, okay, Erica, you were friends with me and Shaq individually before we got introduced to each other. And so there are some things that you're going to go to Shaq for, right? Because he just is better at certain things. And then there's some conversations or needs that you might come to me for because we just have a different type of relationship. And so when I've asked people why they cheated in the past, it's been like, well, there's stuff to love about each one of them. And they each speak to a different part of me. Not that anyone was lacking anything. Does that make sense? That's not to, not to say that cheating is okay. But when they explained it to me that way, I was like, okay, I see it. But you took away the other person's choice. <clears throat> Because you, you're lying to them, making them feel like, you know, they're the only one when they're not. And I think I think that's a very mature way to think about that. <clears throat> and I can see how that would happen. And I think for me, what would be the problem is, okay, yeah, you're good at talking about categories A, B, and C. And Shaq's good at talking about categories whatever the next three alphabets are. <laughs> but how do you what measures does one put in place to make sure that the categories that if you and jasmine and i are married or in a relationship what how what do i what measures do i put in place to make sure that the categories that i talk to with Shaq don't make me then choose them over you and is there no responsibility i'm not insinuating that there is but is there no responsibility of me to maybe give you an opportunity to be better at those topics like you know because if that's the case we will never be satisfied and maybe we aren't so i just think it all kind of comes down to some type of self-control or just making a choice like yes i love talking about technology and blah 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 and this with Shaq, and but i can't get that with jasmine but how do i make myself satisfied with what i do get from you and not feel like I'm missing out. I think you just be honest. Like, okay, if I'm honest with everybody on the podcast, like I've been married before and we've had to have those serious conversations 
about like, hey, you know, I'm attracted to so-and-so at work. And be like, okay, so what is it about her that you're attracted to? It can be like, you know, I just feel like she's a good listener. Um, she understands what I go through at work, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, you know, are you requesting that I'm a good listener? Or, you know, are you giving me the opportunity for that? Because if that's something that I need to work on, I can do that. Um, and then if that's the agreed upon thing, then the the other person needs to put up these boundaries. Saying, yes, I find myself attracted to you, or yes, you speak to this certain part of my heart, but I'm choosing to love who I'm married to. Because love is always a choice. I'm going to choose who I'm married to, and therefore, you know, put some space in between us or not have certain conversations, not, you know, text on my person, you know, talk about anything personal with you. Because it's a choice. I think that's real. Fran, what you got to say? Well, I mean, all of the things y'all said are very insightful and some of it I hadn't thought about, but kind of like when we were in the car driving, I'm just like, well, I, st- I don't want to confuse like the married folks problems with just the other, the other person, you know? Yeah. So that's the way I'm just looking at it in terms of the cheater. Well, both of them cheating. I'm just looking at it in terms of, you know, Jody, if you will. Jody don't give a hell what's going on in the relationship. And so I wasn't trying to, you know. Now, certainly, you got to be having some problems. I would hope so, like you said, for you to be wanting to cheat. So there's that. But that's not what I was measuring. So Oh, I, I think the conversation just evolved from your initial question. Yeah. I don't think we were trying to change what you were saying. So I was just asking gotcha. what are your thoughts in general about where we are now. Or you don't have any. None you know none radically different than what you yeah that's good i mean all great things well we should talk we you said we're gonna talk about relationships we're gonna talk about relationship i think we should talk about relationships a little bit more on the podcast which listeners let us know colleagues let us know if y'all want to hear a little bit extra stuff we know we recognize that the young professional is not just an employee they're a sister they're a brother they're a person they're a jogger. They're a insert any. <laughs> Did you say a jogger? Yeah. They're a spouse. They're a friend. They want love from within. And we want oh. to speak to every part of our listener. True. What you just going to say, Jasmine? I was about to say, speaking of joggers, so, and this is random, but in Vegas, we went to Red Rock Canyon. And y'all, in Vegas, it was like maybe 160 degrees, okay? It was hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just, I disagree without even comprehending what she said. Man, it was hot. And so, um, man, it was hot. It's just ridiculous. Like, you know how you get out and you take a picture and you like try to take it in, the scenery, blah, blah, blah. But it was just too hot. Like, you just sweating in places it ain't cute but anyway so we were in the car (laughs) driving and we saw somebody jogging and we was like is that somebody jogging in 160 degrees and it was a black woman jogging in all black but i was like you know what you better do that you better get your physical activity in 
you gonna turn well, Fifty Shades of Black. But it's all good. Y'all should have asked her was everything okay at home. <laughs> I, I, you know, the nurse in me made sure she had a little water pack. It. She had one of the little backpacks with the water things on there. So I guess she all right. Maybe she used to it. Do you ever get used to 160 degrees? If you grew up there? <laughs> Maybe. It's dry heat. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I ain't saying anything anybody's striving to do, but hey, who knows? I don't. <clears throat> well, thank y'all for the good conversation on today, as always. And now we're going to kick it on over to Jasmine's department. Jasmine, was that better? Was that more enthusiastic for you? Was that a little flavor? No, because the last time y'all did the Ask Nurse J. Oh, would you like that? I can, I can, I can bend to that. It don't even, oh, it don't even matter no more. You just want, you oh. ruin everything. Dang, that's such a blanket statement. You know, I don't like those. So now you and your feelings. You get mad at me because I'm in my feelings about my introduction and now you and your feelings. I'm not in my feelings. I was just making a statement that wasn't general like you did. Ooh, okay. What book am I reading this week? <laughs> I finished, well, let me first say that I was at a conference and, you know, I had to consult with my colleague about whether I had to attend all the sessions or not. So Erica said I did not have to attend all the sessions. So what I did, I picked up a great book and I read it. Check, I forgot to tell you when she texted me because she thought she was slick and she thought I wasn't going to bring up the fact that she always had something to say when we was at the conference and we was there. Amen. But I, t- you know, I, you know, I put um, petty ways aside, and I just went on here to answer the question. I told her, you know, you know, it's a healthy balance. It's a healthy balance. But I just want to put that out there. I thought this was she my She knew statement. the answer to that so question. She to, knew what she was coming back. She to knew Nurse what you were going to say. She just decided to ask you so that if she just so happened to talk about a book that she got while not in sessions, she felt like we wasn't going to bring up the fact that right. she implied that you got to be in sessions all day when we were at the conference. And clearly she was wrong. You may proceed. Right. Now, yeah, well, now we're ready to hear about the book that you bought when you wasn't in sessions at the conference. Anyway, it's called Euphoria by Lily King. It's really good. I'm just done with y'all. But, um, I'm just so done. But anyway, it's really good. And just to verify, Erica, or to clarify, yeah, I'm going to clarify. Um, I asked you as well as my director. And she says, oh, man, I'm so sorry that, you know, you didn't find anything interesting at the conference. I hope you have a good book and get some rest. So that's what I did. I was just following directions. Mm-hmm. That is all. Okay. But for Ask Nurse J, it's not a medical question this week. It was more about how do I locate the books that I'm reading. And I follow a couple pages on IG that I really enjoy. One is called Well Read Black Girl. She always posts really good things. Um, Good Black Reads, and then there's one more, but it's slipping away. If you uh, use the hashtag Black Authors, you can also find things like that. Um, use hashtags to your advantage, just whatever you're looking for during that time. That's real. And I also use the Scribed app when I want to listen to audiobooks. 
And based on what you've listened to in the past, it'll kind of create a list for you, which I think is beneficial. Oh. Oh, and one more thing, y'all. So I was encouraged to use the Meetup app because I'm in, you know, a new city. I don't really have a lot of friends here. And so in the Meetup app, they had a um, LGBTQ book club. And so I thought that was neat and something different that I could do. You going to join? Yeah, I'm going to their meeting next week. I forgot about Meetup. Yeah, it's it's really cool. There's that, and then they have some other things based on your interests. And so I encourage our colleagues that if you're in a different city um, looking for things to do, use the Meetup app. And they have tons of different clubs, especially if you're in a big metro area. Here in Tyler, the options are a little slimmer, but it was it was a good opportunity just to meet new people. I'm finna download it right now. I just mine is already downloading, friend. Because like I've been I'm doing a lot of meeting up, but it ain't been no meeting up for cordial stuff. Uh, so, uh, speaking well, of that, we look we're, we're going to transition to, uh, are we transitioning to I'm talking about like meetings at work. Oh. I'm oh. talking about meetings at, wait a minute, wait a minute. But the fact that he's trying to act like that couldn't have been the reason. I know. He probably. got a lot, Craig. Whatever. I ain't going to go there. Well, Erica, you gonna tell us what in the hell happened? Oh shoot, I'm I'm tripping. I, I'm it's usually you. We had a conversation about this, and I still missed it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you make a mistake, you just get back up again. All right. So, what in the hell happened this week? Actually, happened yesterday, and I don't know if y'all heard about the woman. <clears throat> Who climbed on top of the? You talking about on the Fourth of July? Yeah. Okay. Oh, good, good thinking. Um, climbed on top of the Statue of Liberty. Um, to protest, um, the latest um immigration laws, um, especially how they are affecting children. Um, and did y'all see the video or see, read the article? I read the article and I, I saw, saw it, it on the news this morning. And so if y'all saw it, um, she was very adamant about not getting down. And the article that I read said that initially the police, um, initially she was, let me use the word belligerent, but they said, I think they said uncooperative. I'm a little upset. And like she had climbed around the base of the Statue of Liberty for hours, just, I guess, trying to avoid them. And then eventually, um, over time, they said they built rapport with her and they were able to get her to come down. And um, one of the police officers said, um, allegedly, that she even apologized for them having to come up there to get her down. People still don't know how she got up there. And that's my, that, I got three questions. One, how did nobody see her go up there? Now, granted, I guess she could have been doing it at night. But how nobody ever see her get up there? Um, and two, my question is, was this extreme or do you think this was extreme? And my third question is, how do you feel about protesting? You can answer in whatever order and I can also repeat my question. 
Well, personally, I'm never going to say that somebody's protest is extreme because non-extreme protests never solved anything or never brought light to anything. So I'm not going to say that it's extreme. I will say that it's a protest. And I think that she uh, she reserves that right to do that. I am wondering, just as you are, how in the hell she got her ass up there. Um, but that's just a different conversation. Um, but how do I feel about protests? I love them. And I think that anytime... I think that's one of the only bright spots about living in America is that anytime, you know, you don't agree with something and you have a stance, you stand up for it. And I love the fact that people protest. We couldn't be here today freely recording on this podcast if people hadn't protested for our freedom, too. So I love them. Yeah, good point. You know, they had a like a expert on the Statue of Liberty on the news today. And he was saying that it was damn near impossible for her to get up there. So, and she wasn't even harnessed in none of that. So she was very equipment, girl. She was very determined to get up there. And what I read, she was a part of um, a group, like a protesting group, that went there that day. Mm -hmm. But she went rogue and decided to climb her ass up on the Statue of Liberty and do her own thing. And I was like, dang, just like a black person. But anyway. She got up there and, I mean, I understand the cause. Would I have done it that way? Maybe not. Because I just, I got bills to pay. I got things to do. Getting arrested, you know. That's just not, that's just not it right now. I could literally lose my nursing license for getting arrested. So, no. But I understand. And I believe she's from Congo. She's an immigrant herself. Yeah. Yeah. And... To add on to that, the group that she's with is called, dang, it just escaped me, Resisting, it's like Resisting Retreat, it's two R's, Um, I'll look it up, but she's with the group that they did say that they had not talked about doing that, and she did it on her own, but they actually are supporting her, and um, supposedly are coming together to get the best legal team for her, because right now she's being charged with trespassing, um, trespassing, one I'm forgetting, and the other one is called, like, something on the lines of, like, basically, basically improper use of police or something like that, or, like, basically, it's a charge that you get charged with it if you make the police do things that, something extreme like that, like, shouldn't nobody, shouldn't a police officer, a police officer shouldn't necessarily have to go up to the top of the Statue of Liberty to go get somebody. And so I guess they're charging her <laughs> with... Now that, I don't agree with that. Police, in theory, police officers shouldn't have to do shit. Right, sure. You know what I'm I, saying? Because, like, if people was going to act right, we wouldn't need them. So, like, you can't just go to say, oh, you... I mean, okay, you don't be trying to make the po- the damn KKK and shit pay money when the police have to walk with them and escort them around. Right, and I I, I agree. I get, I get what they're saying, but I would be interested in knowing how do they determine what's extreme. How do they, and not so much the process itself, but like having to go rescue a person off top of the section. I can understand why that would, I don't know if I would resulted in a charge. You know, if somebody needs to be rescued, they need to be rescued. Because then you wouldn't charge somebody if they accidentally got stuck up there, recognize like the likelihood of it happening. Slim. I would just like to know how to determine what is extreme. Um, no, I think that's a good point though. Going back to what you initially said, Shaq, about like you wouldn't call somebody, somebody's protest extreme. And I hadn't really thought about that. And my question didn't necessarily come from me thinking it was extreme. Um, 
but I, I hadn't thought about, um, you know, not boxing somebody's protest in with that. Um, I've never formally protested. Um, and I remember thinking, especially when I was in undergrad, like, am I supposed to be out here walking and marching? Like, I, I didn't quite understand what my role in those things were. But definitely, as you think back, especially, you know, around these times, like, people, we would not be able to do a lot of things if people hadn't protested on our behalf. Um, and so it definitely makes me open up my mind to being more willing to do it. Um, but I do agree, Jasmine, you got to be mindful. Like, I mean, if it's worth it, if it's worth you, if it's worth you losing your nursing license, I think that you're the only person that can articulate that. But, you know, if you feel like you have a more effective way to do it, so you don't, I don't think you're wrong for that either. Mm-hmm. So that's just some good things to think about. And that's all I got for what the hell happened. Eight men. My friend is barely listening. He forgot I can see. I'm listening. It's your turn. I I know it's my turn, but I want to stare at you because you're gonna to try to say I ain't listening. Anyway, um, so in today's departments, I want to talk about a little bit of everything. The first one I will start um. Talking about the base search, giving a little slight update on that, I would like to say thank you for my friends, my colleagues that are friends, that uh, reached out and, um, you know, congratulated, I guess, and just showed support for my announcements and, and offerings last episode. So thank you to y'all. Um, I will say, I wanted to talk, this kind of stems from something that Erica was supposed to talk about a couple weeks ago, and we just uh, kind of got a little busy, but we were going to talk about communication and stuff. And on the 4th of July, we were um, at one of Erica's coworkers' house, like we shared, and he said something that was very profound. And he was like, yeah, I don't use apps and stuff to date. I don't use that because, like, all the communication, it just all seems so superficial. It's like, oh, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing well. How are you? And it's, like, so fake, and it's so hard to communicate. And I was really thinking about that all today. I was like, you know, it is so hard because y'all, I, be, I told y'all before I was talking to like eight people at one time and hell, I didn't have so many right swipes on Tinder now and I'd be trying to talk to them and I'm tired of saying, hey, how are you? Or what's up? You know, like I'm tired of trying to switch up this greeting so that I can get a response or sound like something completely different than what everybody else is saying. So how do y'all feel about it? I mean, not to say that y'all use these apps or anything, but like. Do, do you feel like social media, I guess, dating on so, along social media is, is makes it difficult, more difficult for communicating? I would say it makes it easier. Like, I met my partner on Instagram. I think it made it easier. Like, you could take your time to respond how you want to. Um, maybe it takes the pressure off of, like, having that person face-to-face. I think you could have good conversation over social media or a dating app. I don't know what kind of quality um, conversation I could have with eight people at one time. But if you a little choosy. <laughs> no, I'm like, no, I'm saying I'm trying to start conversation with so many people because hopefully like one of them will go somewhere. And they never do. Maybe it's just my communication style. Yeah, I mean... I agree. I don't think it has to be superficial. I think the likelihood of it being superficial is can could potentially be increased because of the nature of how you're meeting. And that person could just be hiding, hiding, literally not even be who they say they are. 
Um, but then also just be just be hiding between behind. Oh, I can't talk today, y'all. Let me slow down. That person could be hiding behind so many other things that you may never get to uncover. Um, I my issue with online dating and stuff is that I thought that it would be easier for people who struggle with communication because it's like especially if I start the conversation which I don't have a problem doing and then you still are texting me like hey hey what's up how you doing nothing WBU yeah what kind of things do you like to do a lot oh no Um, okay so I I like to I like to you know ride bikes go skating and go out to eat do you want to go out to eat sure but I even think that initial question is still awkward. After you get to how you doing, it's still like, well, what kind of things do you like to do? Me, mo- so small talk is horrible for me. I'm not good with it unless I'm drunk. And well, if clearly because I, I, I got dudes still from texting the, me. Time out because I had some some warriors that came to my defense. And I don't B-Y know them warriors. Shout out to BB. Shout BB out to BB who said no. BB came for my defense. She said, Shaq, what you did was normal. We do that for our friends all the time. Jasmine, she said, Jasmine needs to quit coming for you and accept the fact that I was there to help you, and that's it. That's what BB said. So just if we're going to clarify that, I need to let you know that there is a warrior out there that's on my side. Well, I'm Amen. glad you got one. Is there one? Hmm. But anyway, so like, if I'm not drunk, like moving past the, hey, how you doing, it's hard for me. If, especially if I've started the messages because I feel like I have to start, like, initiate everything else. Well, so this is an example of something that happened with me. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? What are you up to? Nothing. Getting my nails done right now and then running some errands. You at the gym, then heading to work. I need to get in the gym myself. You must get off late. Going uh, going in this late. Yeah, semi. Are you from uh, ATL? No. Florida. How about you? Texas. And that's how the conversation kept going. My issue is that sometimes, like, I mean, sometimes I just feel like, I, like you, if I initiated the conversation, even if I didn't hear, like, I feel like I'm always the one, like, answering the next question. I feel like it makes complete sense. If I ask the question, you answer it, you either need to ask me the same question back, or now it's your turn to ask the question. Common sense ain't that common, girl. You just talked about communication I know, issues. but it just... It drives me nuts. And then you ask me for my number, and I'm like, okay, sure. And then we send a period exchanging three-word text. I'm like, I don't have time for this. Like, make me want to stop what I'm doing to tend to your conversation. And people just... Well, let's... Okay, let's let's give a tip. And so, if you see somebody that you, you know, find attractive on any type of social media, you know, look through their pictures. Be like, oh, I see that you travel a lot. What's the top three cities that you enjoyed and why like come on man bring right. bring some um uh, some 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 what so is do open-ended questions yes yeah and let it be intentional like i can see a i can send a hey good morning to anybody that i find on tinder but i took the time to really look at your pictures and, and say like oh, okay i see that you were in atlanta last week what did you guys do did you enjoy the city you know things like that come on but that's, people. that ain't creepy no no like i think you gotta take that that piece I, that whatever you're feeling i don't know how to articulate it 
I think you have to take that away from it. Like, to me, the whole point of online dating was to, one, provide you more access and opportunity to people that you <laughs> wouldn't see if you left your house, and two, take away that nervousness if you are a shy person so you can lay a good foundation. This guy, uh, <laughs> he never responded back to me, but he sent me a message first, and he was like, I'm just a small-town girl. And so I was like, oh, living in a lonely world. And so I thought we was about to go back and forth with song lyrics. I thought it was super cute. He never responded to me, but like, I do that too. Like, uh, well, I don't guy. see why that ever would have been relevant to you because you ain't no small town girl. But I think he was just basing it off the. He was a musician, so I think he was probably trying to see if I know music or something like that. It was just cute. It was different. It was different. So he got points for it. And like, yeah. I had this guy. He had on a um Texas A and M shirt, and I was like, I'm sorry you got that shirt from that whack school on, but you know you still cute. Like, but. I, Okay, I've done stuff like that about the shirt or sports is a big one. I can easily talk about that. But but anyway, that's why I've been struggling. So I've just been struggling because I'm still navigating. We're going to have some more questions. Y'all got to coach me through this part um, because, yeah, it's, it's kind of bad out here for me. Okay, I understand, friend. I'm, I'm there with you. I mean, because if I'm being completely honest, like I can move the conversation to doing a hookup easily, but you don't want that on, on all your conversations, you know? It's yeah. so easy to go there, even if you don't start it. And then you like, dang, I was actually just trying to get coffee with you. Right. I just wanted to read a book. Like, I wasn't even trying yeah. to go there with you. Yeah, I, I get so, it. Anyway. Oh, and don't you don't it make you mad when when the conversation go that way, everybody, now you got paragraph texts and everybody want to chit-chat. It's like, but you didn't want to talk about World War Two. Right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm done. I felt I felt that you felt that one, friend. Not mad. Well, anyway, so to follow up on something that we talked about last staff meeting, um, one of the daiquiris of the day was a cherry lime mimosa. And so when Erica moved to Atlanta, we had the opportunity to make it, and we took pictures and made a little video that we may share soon. I don't like the way I look in the video. That's why I said we may share. But, um... But uh, we Erica, how was it? How was that? For that damn video, and he ain't posted. How was the damn mimosa, friend? It was very good. We had some real bougie cherry and uh, lime juice, so I definitely want to try it with just some regular grenadine and some lime juice from the lime. Um, next time, cause that you you know something about that bougie taste. But anyway, nah, for real though, it was good. It definitely added a, a nice little flair to your basic mimosa good, you gonna tell good. our story well, we friend you been telling everybody else what story about how we drank them mimosas and fell asleep lord i don't know if it was too strong or what but as soon as we drank the mimosas i was so sleepy it was almost like it was some melatonin in the champagne like i just went straight <laughs> to sleep but yeah and erica went to sleep after that yeah it was it was a whole mess but um Nothing for the music mashup today because we're going to come back. So I did want some suggestions. I got a couple, but I want to know what y'all as the colleagues want to hear and want to hear remix. We waiting to remix it next time. We're going to tell somebody a little earlier so they can put together a whole verse to remix it. <clears throat> um, so, uh, so yeah. Jasmine, you ready? I stay ready. Are you ready? You were, you were prepared. You're going to come at the last minute. Oh, no, this is what happened. This is what happened when you have like a friend group, you know, 
two go off and have a conversation, a sidebar, and then feel like they want to hold the whole friend group accountable. I didn't know we was doing that because y'all had a sidebar conversation about it. Don't come for me, Shaquille. Friend, I'm so confused right now. I wish you yeah, could see. I wish y'all could see me and Erica face. We no, don't know what the fuck Jasmine's talking about. Because right about... <laughs> y'all be lollygagging around. I got to get off this phone. And um, y'all had a whole conversation about the music mashup, and I didn't know anything about it. No, I simply asked you, are you going to be ready for it next time? But you coughed as if somebody wasn't ready. Who were you Who were you insinuating was not ready? No, 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 no. I coughed, meaning I was, see, that's, that's what happens when you she, don't pay attention. He, he I coughed, coughed because when, he was saying somebody going to have to write a complete verse, and I think he was coughing for me. Like, that was completely different. So what y'all don't see is Jasmine over here on this phone. And she Thank you. She on the phone and ain't paying attention. Labor. What, what do you want me to do? This is my actual oh, job. Oh, that out there. When my employers have to pay a bill over here, then y'all can get my full attention. Yeah, but right now, and job now she's going to try to play the work card. Right. Oh, I got a patient yeah. in labor. They having babies. They have babies left and right because it's been doing a lot of raining and that increased so and so pressure and stuff. I see you was yeah. listening to that, but you don't listen during the podcast. Shoot, I've been listening. listening. I tried to incorporate no. you. Oh, Erica, you just way. talked about how Shaq wasn't listening. For real, rewind the tapes and play it back. Jasmine, tend to your patient that's having Thank the baby. You, tend you, to your you baby. Have, yep, yep, yep. We want to make sure that it's a healthy delivery. Matter of fact, you might need to get off and go to the uh place. To the hospital. To the bathtub. No, nah, they probably have it in, oh, yeah, in the she water. Admi- she's in midwife. <laughs> anyway, because that just went all the way off because Jasmine wasn't paying attention, y'all. So the perfect Patty done messed up again. But my last thing you was... You see how um, people do when they live, really live in close proximity, then y'all want to gang up on me. Jasmine, oh, you won't play the victim That's here. fine. Please. Can we wrap up? Please, the please, item. please, please. Follow us on social media. Facebook <laughs> at Books to Bills Podcast. IG, Books to Bills Podcast. Twitter at Books to Bills. And then you can email us from Books to Bill Podcast at gmail.com. I hope you guys have a great week. And then if you need a baby delivered, just text Nurse J. <laughs> just, no, matter of fact, just write on social media. Hashtag Ask Nurse J. Ask Nurse J, can you deliver my baby? And she'll do it for you. Well, I guess we ending the show. I done ended it. <laughs> well, all right, y'all. I hope y'all have a good night. And please tell that uh, mother, congratulations.